Welcome to Stats Cross Podcast, into the wild, wild west of reviews. Yeehaw. I'm Jester, your host, and my co-host, Big Chungus. And on this review, we're reviewing The Hateful Eight, a 2015 Western thriller film. Its runtime is about 187 minutes, approximately 2 hours and 47 minutes. Yeah. Its budget was $62 million, and it roughly made... $155.8 million in the box office. The plot set in, night, in, the, is set in 1870. Eight strangers who seek refuge from a blizzard in a cabin and heading to Rock, Red, Red Rock, Rock, Wyoming. Wow. This takes place sometime after the Civil War. This was intentionally a sequel to Diego Unchained, and the title was supposed to be Diego in White Hell, but the character didn't fit the movie. Was The movie was inspired by a 1960 Western TV series. Um, product would have most likely have began in mid-2014, but after the script was leaked online in January 2014, Tarantino considered publishing it as a novel instead. This is also one of the actors, Samuel Jackson. This is the sixth movie collaborated with Tarantino. Also, during the, the during the film, the cast and crew were in about thirty degree uh, refrigerated set. Um, the movie was filmed in Colorado. How do you refrigerate a set real quick? How do you do that? Like did, did just when you constant good, constant cold. But like, did did you look up like what they had to do? Because no, I didn't. I've that's interesting. Um. Anyway, as you were saying. Um. Yeah. Um. The cast uh, is basically Samuel Jackson, Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell, woo. Uh, Tim Roth. Uh, Michael Madison, uh, Bruce Dean, Walton Googles, and uh, Jennifer Jason Lith. Um, it's basically, it's a really high quality uh, actors that have also been in Tarantino movies. Yeah, that Tim was... Roth and Michael Madison has been in uh, Reservoir Dogs and other uh, Tarantino movies. Yeah, uh, it was like four of them uh, were all in Pulp Fiction in one one way or another or in uh the kill bill series yep he uh he's kind of like um oh what's the name of that one uh director tim burton who works oh, yeah, with yeah, yeah. uh giant up on everything yeah yeah and so you just inherently expect the same kind of weirdness but no so first overall impressions of the movie it's awesome it's that same Tarantino badassness that's just completely over the top over Tarantino the, movie yeah, blood just everywhere super, go- super blood super gore it might be cheesy blood but it's there it's fun it's fun gore like it's one of those ones where you're like damn that good touch nice yeah. touch um extremely strong language and I don't mean that as in like a, oh you know you should uh, be it's like it's one of those ones where it's like there's some stuff in there that if you like it's not that this one fly in this today's a, world this, it's just like this is a very context <laughs> this is very adult movie it's not one of those hey let's sit down i'm 18 uh no this is more of a very like you know adult it's one movie. of those ones um i mean i'll just address the elephant in the room the n-word is dropped 
a ton. Yeah. Um, just like if you ever saw uh, Django Unchained, it's that same kind of. It's done in the historical like yeah, it's, time. It's, 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 it's not that era. It was and it was okay to say the n word for anybody, basically. Yeah, and so it's it, it's just it's weird. It's weird hearing it. Like you're just like hmm. And I don't know, as someone who, I would never say it to anyone uh, in that way, but it's it's one of those things where, like, I can, if I feel, not uncomfortable hearing it, but if I feel uncomfortable hearing someone else being called it, I can only imagine what it was like for them, the, you know, Caucasian actors, to say it to Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Like, I, I can only imagine what that was like, even though I've seen in, mo- in, uh, not movies in um in other references especially uh in Django Unchained because he's in that movie too how uh he encourages the actors he's like no go full on it like it yeah. doesn't bother me you're doing it as part of the movie but he's like I want you to mean it when you say it and uh in this movie it's said so often it it almost desensitizes the word it it almost brings it back to that time which is primarily the point but it's weird it's weird um and then I'd have to say that yeah the other, uh, what I said before about the whole over the top like fun gore is yeah there's a ton of, like if you ever saw Django at, uh, Unchained at the end of the movie when he's walking out with the fucking badass beats going and just shooting up the place yeah. like it was that and then a little bit more like yeah a lot of it's in, it's in any other um, it's in any other uh, uh, Tarantino. Uh, Tarantino movie it's like in um, there's parts in uh, Kill Bill where uh, she cuts the head off of somebody and the blood is going everywhere. Yeah, it's just, it's over the top. Um, or in Pulp Fiction where, um, what's his name, turns around and shoots the guy in the face. Oh, yeah. By accident. Yeah, Bruce Willis turns around and shoots, uh... Bruce Willis? Yeah, Bruce Willis that's is That's not Bruce it. Willis. Yeah, Bruce Willis is in the movie. No, he's in the movie, but that's not Bruce Willis. That's, um, it's the guy in, uh, oh, what's that fucking... Uh, he's in Hairspray... That's the one I could. John Travolta. Yeah, John Travolta. Yeah, he turns around because he's like, I just, I, I was just gonna ask him a question. He just blows his head off. And uh, yeah, I thought, I thought Bruce Willis. Oh wait a minute, Bruce Willis was tangled up in. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, what? He was. Yeah. Okay. Um, Anyways, back to uh, Hateful Eight. Um, I enjoy the movie. Uh, no, this I is like probably it. my, I don't know, fourth or fifth time watching the movie. That was probably my... That was... Well, so I, I had seen the end of it, so I, I knew it was going on. Um, but, yeah, no, it's a solid movie. Um, it's a weird Western. Like, it's weird that it is a Western because it doesn't feel like a Western. Uh, it's not a Western, but it's uh, it's kind of like in that Western era. It's a Western That genre. they want to do. It's not like Western where you see a lot of dry desert. This is a more of like a uh, uh, thriller not a lot of not well, it, well so when i looked it up it said that it was a western mystery which i was like i could see that even though um well it is a mystery because they're trying to you, you don't know what's going to go on in the show yeah. and then the thing you don't know if you never watched the movie you don't know who's underneath the floor basically or that anyone is there or anything yeah you um, really think the the characters who are at Minnie's haberdashery haberdashery uh, um, is part of you know oh he's the hangman he that guy's an actual person who wants to go see his mom and 
Bob is Bob Mexican Bob. Mexican Bob. Mexican Bob. Uh, what they call him? Like Mo, not Mocha, Monarch or uh, Marco. Marco, Marco the Mexican. No, it was. It's super good. Like the story's well done. The music's well done. Everything's well done. It, it was. It, it's it's shot in um, sixty five millimeter because that's what he wanted to do. Yeah, Tarantino's a weirdo because he he films in these very weird aspect ratios and on different kinds of film, and yet they always turn out just right. Yeah. Um, the only reason I'm saying this now is because when I watched Inglorious Bastards, another really good Tarantino movie, that one. So if, uh, real quick, if you never really seen Tarantino movies, um, they're essentially like dark comedies. They're not supposed to be funny, but like, it's, if, it's if, just if, like if you weird have that, humor. If you, if you have that dark humor and laugh at certain things, then no problem. Yeah. And so in Inglorious Bastards, he shot it to be like in an IMAX aspect and then when it wasn't broadcasted it still looked huge yeah like everything in it is huge like um I'm not even gonna attempt to explain the technicality of it but basically uh the way that the film is like how the film is filmed uh determines like how things will look in when it's blown up on screen yeah um Somebody who also does this, uh, God, for some reason, Squatchers, I cannot name directors, but I'm thinking of the guy who did the Dark Knight series. He filmed in IMAX aspect ratios, and so whenever you see the movie, it still looks, it looks just blown up, but like in a good way. Like you can see everything. What, who, what is his name? Um, J.J. Abrams? No, 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 no. Oh, 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 him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael Bay. No, not Michael Bay. Yeah, Michael Bay, Bay did no, he Transformers. Didn't. No, I, I said The Dark Knight. Not the... Oh, um... Shit, fuck. Because he did Inception. Um, he did, uh... He did a couple of them. Sorry, Squatchers. We're, like, we're completely just losing our, our minds over figuring out who this is. But anyway, so when Quentin... When Tarantino does it, like, when... People get their, you know, in any of the movies when they get, like, shot or anything, it's, like, you can see it. It's very vivid. and Christopher it's very, Null. Christopher Null. Um, it's very vivid. It's very, like, over the top. It's very punchy, like, in the sound department. Like, everything's really, like, just melds together. And that's, you know, with the, the way that the audio is done and the way with the filming. But the filming just adds more punch to it. Like, when you watch it, you feel it a little differently. Um, not just with the sound. So, watching this movie, if you like um, any of the other Quentin Tarantino movies, this one is instantly, like, it's it. you'll love it. Because it's yeah. just, it's fun. It's a fun, just over-the-top yeah, movie. There's no doll moment. No. And I've, even if there is, it's, it's like one of those ones where you're like, Alright, I'm listening. I'm listening. Okay. Okay. Keep going. I'm, I'm curious now. Um... So, so going back to what you were saying about how this isn't really a Western, what about it do you like that well, is Western? Well, okay, what I say, it's it's not Western, but it is a Western. The Western aspect part of this is um, when you see the long, uh, when they're in the carriage and they're going and they're just traveling across the snowy Wyoming area, that's the Western aspect of it. 
Because you see in westerns where they sometimes you see people ride horses and they're just moving along and, and it's a, it's a music in the background and they're just the horses. same generic music, not generic music, but you know they're going a long ways and that's you just see that that's the western aspect that's what that, this movie had mm. and also the time it was in like um, the time era like the, the time era. era um you know still had you know six shooters uh yeah uh, they all wore hats uh the yeah the, you know, the all this weird cowboy hats yeah so that's the western ass aspect of it um, I what I liked about it, I I really liked the um, dialogue. It was really well done. No one really over talked anybody. The only time someone overspoke someone was the part where they're like, "You have to use two pieces of wood." Oh yeah, but that that okay. So that's the thing that I like about this movie a lot. And again, I'm kind of gushing over uh, Tarantino, but everyone had a balanced amount of dialogue yeah no it wasn't just like monologuing and if it was monologuing it was a it was interesting you wanted to you cared about it um and the other part was uh that yeah it, even when there was that moment where somebody was getting a little too much talking it was still in a funny or like ironic way that that carried the conversation properly like them trying to shut a door with the, 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 the planks of wood um for me what i liked about it with the western is pretty much the same thing that you uh that you said you know the the um the time era the the scenes of western part even though it's not like wild west it's still that western untamed wild west era um the the costumes for me is what i really liked the costumes were they done look well, super well. cool yeah. like it may uh, you know, I don't the know. For all Russell, gamers, the Kurt Russell giant j- fur jacket—it's really cool. I like the way um, Samuel Jackson's uh, yellow and black really did it in real well. His Union Cavalry outfit, yeah, no, um, that his his his, ugh, his outfit was my favorite. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, there's always this kind of cool badass like. I think I mentioned it in the last one with. Um. Oh God! What was it called? Something uh, ride. Magnificent Seven ride. The what? The Magnificent, Magnificent Seven ride. Yeah. Um. I like their outfits. Like, cowboys looked cool. Yeah. Like, we're not even gonna like. There's no well, debate about it. Well, well, like you said when we were just chit chatting before we got onto the podcast, you were saying that you you are getting that feeling again. You want to pick up uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 to feel that, hey, I'm a cowboy back then. Yeah. I'm an outlaw. I'm I can a do what outlaw. I want. I'm a badass. I can kill someone and get a $400 bounty on me and run away to the States and be hunted down by a bounty hunter. Anyway, um, but yeah, no, uh, I was just about to say, it made me, it these kind of movies, especially this one, makes me want to play um, Red Dead Redemption because it is... You know, as um, my friend said, Cowboy Simulator. Yeah. It's it's a perfect, like, representation of that time of just feeling like a badass. You can, and uh, I, I won't get into, you know, gameplay and stuff. We'll, uh, that'll be for a different episode. But um, it just, watching it made me feel like a badass. Like, it, I really felt like it was in the movie, and it was just like, yeah, this is, this is cool. Like... I love it when the movie sucks you in like that. You make you want to feel like that way. And then you look around, you're like, oh, shit. Oh, that's reality. I'm watching, I'm watching oh, man. a goddamn movie. 
Um, so it was that. I mean, there was kind of horses in it, but not really. Um, I'm not a big fan of horses. They scare me. Yeah. Uh, incident when I was little. Uh, long story short, um, uh, a horse reared up on me. And when you're like four and a giant animal is rearing up and could kill you, you know, it's, it's kind of scary. So mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of horses. I- I'll just go on record to say that. Um, but horses and water. Hey, Okay. Water, water is scary. The ocean's scary. Got it. It is. But um, the other thing I liked about it was the kind of – it's not a Mexican standoff because while everyone did have uh, a pistol, it was always that tension that no one trusted anyone else. Oh, of course. And of course. that's like the perfect kind of Western to me is when none of them trust each other because it's like, all right, who's going to shoot who? And when is it going to happen? Yeah, I, I, you're just waiting because you, you know, know they're going to get killed. Sa- like well, somebody's going to Samuel Jackson die. knew what was going on. He was piecing everything together, but uh, just waiting for him to be like, "Come on, come out!" Saying Bob's not he's supposed to be here. This, that, this. You figured it all out. He saw the jelly beans and all this stuff. That was and, weird. And that... It was all clicking in his mind. Yeah, that was a weird thing that I completely overlooked until they flash back to it um in the end uh we're not gonna give away spoilers really i mean if we did we unknowingly did because it's a lo- three hours is a long time to sit and watch a movie and kind of remember the order it goes in and you know while squatchers we do watch these movies and then do an immediate review after it there are times where the movies are long enough that we're like oh what part was that in or like yeah. how soon was that so with the jelly beans thing that uh, Jester's saying, it was interesting that they even like that that was placed in the beginning, and then they came back to it, and it was like, oh yeah, that was something that was in well, it. I forgot that, about that's that. That's the thing that I also really. But liked he didn't about, forget. Uh, that I liked uh, how Tarantino does is he knows how to tell a fucking story. Yeah, he does. He you know he, he knows how to write a story and be like, this is what's gonna be, and and I'm gonna execute this to the fucking max. And it's going to be just mind-blowing. And the build-up to it is going to be enormous. Like, it's yeah. going to be one of those things where it will the payoff will be huge. Like, yeah. you'll just be like, all right, I'll give it to you. you. You you edged me long enough. I need to know. And then you're like, I'm satisfied. Yeah. I'm satisfied with the ending. Um, again, we would lo- I would love to sit here and just spoil the ending for you. But I really recommend that you watch it. But it's... The sad thing that I do have to say, and it's a little knock against it, it's too Quentin Tarantino. Like it's just like, oh, of no duh. Like he, he why? wants it. He, that that's, but that's Tarantino. Yeah, that's Tarantino. You want to be like that was a Tarantino movie, and if he didn't make it a Tarantino, if he did make it in Tarantino, he made the movie and didn't make it the way he, he does. He does. It then everyone wouldn't remember that movie being his. You know, for a long... Okay, this is a weird, weird thing. Uh, Squatchers, uh, comment all you want um, about how stupid I am. But for a long time, I used to get uh, Tarantino and uh, uh, Guerrero del Toro. Okay. I used to get them mixed up for some reason. I guess it's because Guerrero del Toro... Guillermo del Toro is like a horror guy, but he's also really famous. And then Quentin Tarantino... Like, they're both similar like weird and quentin tarantino is just weird because he's like over the his movies are just over the top um 
what was I gonna? What movie was I gonna compare that to? I mean, Kill the Kill Bill f- series is kind of like that. It's got this. It's got a build up over the entire series. Oh yeah. It's not just it. They don't finish it in the first one, which I think nope. is hilarious. Um. No, it's a it's a solid movie. It's it's kind of a grind though. Like, uh, so I really like Lord of the Rings. I think I've said that in previous episodes. And Lord of the Rings average about three hours. This one, and they just take the fucking birds. It's just okay. That keep going. No, 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 no. <laughs> Squatchers, I just need to just need to say if you want to fight me on the whole the eagles thing they could have just no 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 it doesn't it doesn't even work like that and you know what the eagles are well they technically are in the book but we're not going to get into that but basically it's more complicated than that Mm -hmm. anyway Mm -hmm. um with lord of the rings yeah i can i will say personally i can sit down and watch a lord of the rings movie all the way through in one sitting like i don't get up i or not get up i don't get like bored or like pull out my phone this movie, I only did that for a minute because it kind of got stale in the middle ju- for like 20 minutes. It was kind of, and then um, we paused it for a bathroom break because at three hours, of course, you're going to need to go to the bathroom or get a snack or whatever. Um, but when we paused it, it still had a full hour left of the yeah, movie. Yeah, we were just like, oh my left. God, what do you mean? And it was already at like two hours. It was just one of those things where it was like, okay, like. It's not you're you're not going like okay hurry up. It's more like oh my god, thing. what more can you do? A and Western then and is like that. Oh uh, yeah, and he did it perfectly. Like he yeah. did a great job at it. It was this super build up, super build up. Tell a story, right? And I, like I was saying just a second ago, he made the payoff worth it. Yeah. Like yeah, you're like what else can you do? Like there's let's just you know it's like let's wrap up the loose ends let's get to the good stuff but he's like hold on hold on hear me out you're gonna like the build-up and at that point i was like you know what i did like the build-up i'm okay with this um so yeah it it, but it is kind of a grind like you can't just decide what one late night i'm gonna watch a movie on netflix oh yeah it is on netflix by the way there's okay the other thing we should mention, there's two versions. Yep. There is the full movie. Yeah. And then there's the extended edition, which is, um, it's like a mini series that's broken up into three episodes and they're each like a, an hour and a half long. It's stupid long. Yeah. And I, I'm kind of curious as to what else is in it, yeah. uh, that they left out because the extent, if he made an extended version, it's gotta be even better. Cause there's gotta be even more <laughs> stuff in it that like made sense. I any extended edition I've ever watched of a movie, I'm very satisfied with. Like I'm like, oh yeah, you know what? That did that was. Yeah, it's like Lord they the cut Ring. out the it's, good it's parts. Like, it's like the Hobbit extended version. Boy, can't wait to see some more walking. <laughs> joking, I'm joking. No, I take that one personally. Fuck you. No, 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 no. I no, have no, all no. the fucking the both the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings extended version in my fucking. I have the the the. The collector's edition of the Lord of the Rings extended edition with that's like the director's cut. Yeah, it is long as shit. Totally different movies. Totally different movies than the than what you see like on Netflix or Hulu. Um. Anyway, I'm getting I'm getting too far away from what I'm trying to say. Um, 
the, my point is, is that watching the regular version for as long as it is was satisfying. Yeah. Do I want to watch the extended edition? Yes. Will I watch it in one sitting? No. No. Watch the first, watch the regular version first and then go watch the extended edition. But like I was trying to say, um, at night when you're like, oh, let's, let's put, let's put on a movie. You, you and your partner or you who's just had a long day at work or what have you, you know, you want to chill out with a movie. This is not that kind of movie that you're like, oh, I'm just going to chill and like sit. Just wanting to watch a movie. Yeah. This is not that kind of movie. This is one of those ones that you need to kind of prepare, not prepare yourself, but you need to understand that it's going to be a ride. You're going to enjoy it, but it's going to be a ride. Yeah. Like, Inglorious Bastards, I think, was, like, two hours long? Yeah, something like that. This one was a whole nother hour on top of that. Really good, but that's a long time. We started at 4.30, and we are now recording, and it's about 8. So, um, with my rambling, I really like it. Um, now, moving on to the things I didn't like about it. Okay. There's not much. I'm. This gets a really high score for me. Um, so the things I didn't like about it were, I didn't, okay, and it's more the way that they edited it. I didn't like the random, like, shots of nothing. A lot of movies are, 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 like, notorious for that. They just have, like, these random shots of nothing, and then the character will come in. It's like, okay. I mean, I get that you want to set up a scenery, but we don't need five minutes of scenery. That's the whole part of the Western. Yeah, and so I guess that's my knock against Westerns. However, with this, it it did make sense. And then the only other thing that I really kind of had a gripe with was... Trying to search if it's if it's even really a gripe because it, it it was something, it's one of those things where, it's not a it's not a compromise whether I like it or not. It's more of like a okay, I mean, it, I guess I'm being harder on it than I need to be. Um, the complexity, just like how far like the whole spider web of of the whole story. Yeah. But again, that's what leads to it making it a good movie. So those are my only two gripes. Other than that, I have nothing that I really didn't like about it. What about you? Um, nothing really. I mean, it was, it was good. It's solid. It's solid. I have no gripes about anything. It's not perfect. Oh, it's, it's far from perfect, but that's what made it really good is that it's not perfect. I don't think there really is a perfect Western, is there? No, there's not. I mean, they're all kind of campy. This one was campy in itself. You know, it made it kind of poked fun at well, yeah, typical westerns. Yeah, but you know, like typical westerns, there would be a lot more shootouts and uh, outside or the random shooting of random gums here or there, no look or anything. I mean, he, that kind of happened a few times, and I think okay. I think the one cliche that I really liked that they that they made fun of was when um, uh, Samuel Jackson's character. Uh, I don't. I can't ever remember how you say his name, but anyway, his character uh, trying to shoot his pistol, and he's like, you know, he's trying to be all badass, and then it just it's completely empty. And oh, he's like, oh, that's what do you mean? That's, it's that's making the, that that's near the end where he's hoping he have more. 
bullets in the chamber. But I found that funny because it was pointing, it's poking fun at the the infinite, um, like the infinite ammo revolvers in movies. You know where they just shoot constantly; they never reload. It's making fun of that because he's like, you know, he he just shot everyone. He never accounted that he ran out of bullets. I mean, he's not Archer. He doesn't count the bullets. That's funny. Yeah, that's very funny. You know it, baby. Um, but yeah, yeah it's it's a good, it's a really really good movie. Solid. Okay. I guess this is the only thing I'm gonna take points away from. Okay. And I have to be fair about it. Okay. I would take it away from Lord of the Rings too. It's just very long. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, what was uh, the Magnificent Seven? What like? An hour and forty eight minutes. It was no. It was like in like it was a hundred minutes basically. It's like an hour and forty minutes. I don't know. That's that's yeah, an hour and forty minutes. Oh. I hate math. <laughs> um, this is way too long. Like way too long for if it's trying to be like a a spiritual successor to most westerns. But again, it's like I have to be fair. It's a good long. Yeah. So you're gonna give it a what? Well, are we on to that part or yeah. what? I guess we can move on to that. So for my rating, and I'm changing it. It's no longer pistols. What? It's cowboy hats. Cowboy hats. Okay. So on a scale one to ten, cowboy hats. This one for me gets a nine and a half. Ooh, doggy! Like there's nothing I can really say that I didn't like, and my review is subjective. I'm not a huge Tarantino fan, but when I watch his movies, like the ones I've seen, I like them a lot. He gushes over them. It, it's one of those ones where you're like, "Damn, that was a that was a dank ass movie." We'll, we'll probably end up doing a whole entire Tarantino like month to hit Tarantino. Oh yeah, definitely. And uh, the man deserves it. I would give it. I would do the same thing, but nine point five uh, hats out of ten. Yeah, it's solid. Um, I mean, just like the movie, I feel like our review has been longer than it needed to be for this one. But there's a lot to discuss about it. Um, I, if I had, okay, I, how would I go into this? Okay, so it's once again, it's the whole thing about like it would be nice to know the story behind uh, the the Domingo gang, you know? Yeah, that was one thing. Or I how was... did Kurt Russell guy, Kurt Russell's uh, character? get a hold of uh uh what's her face uh i want to call her claire but that's not no right. no the domingo oh, fuck i have no fucking clue here uh we're gonna i'm gonna look it up really quick squatchers because um, it's, it's killing us you know i i want this is pathetic I, I want stories i want to know the story behind each daisy 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 domingo i want to know the story be, behind her how she got caught or how her gang is I want to know Samuel Jackson's character. I wouldn't mind seeing him during the Civil War. Would have been awesome. Um, maybe that's in the uh, extended edition. I that's why I'm know. saying, like, maybe it I is. I don't know. But anyways, you know, backstories are always nice. But that would make the movie a lot longer. But um, I liked it. Uh, yes, this is a little bit longer one. Um, I also like to add that this month we're doing uh, mostly westerns, and the next movie that we're gonna be putting out um, is gonna be um, was it uh, that it's gonna be a lot more 
mature. Uh, it's the Disney one, Home on the Range. Oh yeah, so that, that's uh, that's gonna be a part of a western. Yeah, so Squatchers um, also, if you've stayed along, uh, stayed around long enough with this. Sure. Um, uh, speaking off of what uh, Jester said, Home on the Range is is a western. Yep. I consider it a western. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a lot. I only say this. It was the okay. Let me clear. Let me clear. Uh, okay. So, Home on the Range will be our next episode, and it will show up immediately because we recorded it back in 2020. True. Mm. Now, Maybe. because of that, some of the thing I'll put it in the description as I usually do. Uh, some of the things that we said in it are dated, and it's just because it was our schedule at that time. So it'll just uh, fall in line with uh, what we're doing now, which is just the Western season, I guess. I yep. guess that's what I think I called it last time was instead of like a series, a season. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Point is, is that so our next one will be Home on the Range. And it's a, it's a very, it's a polar opposite of what this was. Totally. Yeah. What's the worst they say in that one? Buckaroo. Yeah. Buckaroo. But. Uh, not motherfucker. Yeah. Or the, uh, the N word with the hard R. Yeah. Multiple times. Um, but yeah, so, uh, this is the part of the podcast where we like to say, um, yeah, we would love for you to interact with us. Yeah, uh, uh, go follow us on our Facebook page, which is Sasquatch Podcast. Uh, hit that follow button on your favorite platform if it's Spotify or Apple or Google Podcasts or, or Anchor. Yeah, our home at Anchor. And um, please, like, I know, I I know this is I I if we ever if we ever once I also if you ever get this far. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So if you ever get this far, thank you. But if we ever get to the point where we want to take this a little more seriously um in terms of you know like having merch or something i'm definitely gonna have to put on a shirt please go interact with us it, it would be the funniest looking shirt it would it would just probably be the dabbing sasquatch but please interact with us we really do we we look at our posts like we don't just sit there and post random crap and not want to interact like some of you have uh have interacted with us in the past we love it anytime we do i mean people look at the post but you know we want you to interact yeah comment tell us what you like tell your tell friends us, about us yeah tell your friends about us hell even say like oh i think you guys should do this we we love feedback um but we love doing this uh that's if and, you get this far <laughs> oh shut up but i will say this for those who the squatchers who are really dedicated and who have gotten this far I cannot believe that this is coming up. I we were celebrating 200 listens last year. Oh yeah, we're almost we, gonna hit 900. We're almost 900. We're almost at a thousand listens. Downloads, now, downloads, downloads. And so understand this. It's kind of like this, this is kind of a, a little sappy bit I'm gonna do, but it's important to to get it across. My smallest film in the world. So even. You, you know, with YouTubers who, you know, think they're 50 subscribers, 100 subscribers, 1,000, so yeah, forth. I'm it's like a million subscriber. Yeah. It's for us to have 1,000 listens, 1,000 downloads, what have you. That means a lot to us. Like, yeah, it's over the lifetime of the Sasquatch podcast. But, I mean, Jester and I literally in the spring of 2020 were being giddy over... 
285 listens. I remember the day when we were like, oh my God, we have, we have over, over 200 listens. And now we're, in, we're, cro- we're approaching a thousand listens. Like yeah, that's, we're at that's crazy. We're at 883 listens. It's like, it, it's just crazy. It's one of those things where it's like, it's, people have listened to us a thousand times. Yeah. Like I, it, it sounds stupid. It, 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 it may sound stupid to you. But to us, it means a lot. So thank you very much see, for see. for for sticking around. Uh, we we're not stopping this. No, no, no. nope. It's uh, 2021, uh, one year anniversary. Came and went. Yeah, it came and went with uh, not Hellraiser. What did what did we do on the the anniversary of it? Didn't we? We did. Uh, was it the Void? I think no. we did the. We did a Halloween movie. It was during our our anniversary is during the Halloween era yeah with our first uh our first one hellraiser Ooh. and if you listen now oh our quality has largely stayed the same but what we talk about has changed that's true so anyway swatchers thank you for listening uh i've been big chungus i've been jester and i hope everyone enjoyed this episode please keep on listening squatchers um yeah Squatch out? Squatch out. Squatch out. Later.